Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Josh Goff, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. All of our guys from Novus, Novus Cheyenne, Novus Fort Collins, Troy, Thad, Chris, appreciate them joining us as well. If you got a question for us, lines are full as soon as somebody drops. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air, 303-477-5600. we got a special guest, though, joining us now from a BDS Suspension. We've got Carter Reed. Carter, welcome. How are you today? How's it going? We're doing very well. Thank you very much for calling in. I know you guys had a, uh, a vehicle, a Ford, I believe, that was in SEMA show. Talk about that, if you would. Definitely, yeah. So this year is definitely a little different. Uh, they didn't have a SEMA. You know, right. everyone was excited for SEMA. That didn't happen. Uh, in its place, Ford did this event called Ford Auto Night SEMA Edition. So with that event, uh, they had some cool vehicles they brought in. Uh, they showed off some of the new models they have, like the Bronco Sport, the Bronco Mustang Mach-E, and the brand-new F-150. So uh, our part on that was uh, to build an F-150, to build something you know pretty cool, pretty different. And uh, ultimately, we built a work-and-play concept F-150. Nice. So what all did you do to it different than a stock F-150? Well, the the truck we started with was a 2021, so brand-new one. Uh, it had 3.5-liter uh, power boost, the new hybrid motor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that First time our, we've worked with a hybrid before. Um, so we started with that. It had the pro power on board, so... It had 110, it had 220, it had all kinds of power built right into the bed so you can use a truck that way. So we did what we typically do to a lift or to a truck. We uh, put a lift kit on it. So it's a BDS 4-inch kit. Uh, we've got Fox uh, 2.5 uh, factory race series coilovers, uh, real high-end shocks in the back. Uh, we did 35-inch tires, 20-inch wheels, and then just went from there with decking it out with all kinds of accessories. Um, so really with the, the mindset of trying to get a work-and-play truck. Uh, we needed a ton of storage. We needed a ton of accessibility and a ton of tools. So we put a deck system in the back, um, made some custom inserts for the drawers so you could have all kinds of Milwaukee tools built into it. Mm. Um, we had an onboard welder that was running off the 220. We had a plasma cutter that was all done off the 110. We had uh, a welding table. We had you know, a ton of scrap metal. Um, that was all for the work side. So you had all pretty much a mobile metal shop built out of the truck. And then for the recreational side, uh, we had the paddleboard up top. We had a mountain bike. We had camping gear, all that kind of stuff. So you're ready for uh, your weekend adventure. Yeah, and I'm seeing some of the build pictures of it. looks very, very cool. So did you guys do all of that in your shop, or did you have to farm that out to somebody else that does some of the other things that you don't typically do suspension-wise? So that's the cool thing about uh, what our relationship with Ford. We've... Uh, We've been building trucks in our shop. Um, we typically do one to two a year, okay. where we just kind of let the engineers go crazy and come up with some cool concepts, um, and this is one of them. So while a lot of the parts that we have on this truck are off-the-shelf stuff, um, they had a lot of design creativity on how we put it all together. 
Um, so yeah, that was that was all built in house outside of uh, the paint that we sent out right down the road to a local paint shop. How much suspension difference is there on the new truck versus the old truck, or is it pretty much the same underneath? There there are some differences. Um, for, I would say ninety five percent of the truck is actually, uh, as far as the suspension and chassis and all that, are the same as what the previous model was. Okay. Um, but the things that are different are major differences. The steering knuckles are completely different. Um, and that is such an integral part of getting the truck to drive right. and handle the way you want to perform. So we had to, um, because we had early access to the truck, we were able to get the, get all the CAD data, get the truck in, figure out exactly what we needed because, uh, they've changed the sway bar. So actually the sway bar mount to the, the, sorry, the sway bar link mounts to the, under the knuckle steering knuckle now. Okay. Yeah. Um, rather than to the lower control arm, like it did previously. So, um, obviously Ford saw some, uh, performance benefits doing that, um, on their end. So, uh, us developing our kit around that, we had a brand new knuckle. We had to, uh, send to the foundry, get all the machines. I was just going to say that that's, that's not a small undertaking to get that done. That was probably one of the bigger, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. That's probably one of the bigger projects you guys had to overcome, right? This, so the last couple of years have been a, a, a big challenge with a lot of the OEs changing up the knuckles that they've been using for 10 plus years. So we, in the last two years, we've designed five brand new knuckles that are completely different castings. You know, a lot of time you can take a knuckle and you machine it a little bit different mm-hmm. and it'll fit a newer model or something like that. And these were, including the F-150, this is one of the ones that we had to do a, a complete refresh, start from the drawing board and uh, build up from there. By the way, so very, yeah, I'm really- looking at all the pictures that you guys sent me. Very, very cool truck. Um, fabulous. Now, question for you. Is that something you guys would... Uh, do again and then market to the retailer, or is this just a one-off deal for SEMA? So for the suspension is where, our, where we live. Um, we've got upfitters all over the country, um, yep. shops we work with, yep. several right around your area. Yeah, I, you know, I, was back, uh, I, I sold my shops back in 2012, did exactly what you were talking about for about 30 years, sold my four-wheel drive off-road yeah. shops in 2012. So, yep, I'm very familiar with you guys on that end of it. Yep. So we, we've got shops all over that we work with that uh, ultimately we're going to, if you're looking to get the exact same truck built, they can do that for you. Like I said, most of the parts that are on that truck are off the shelf that you can either get through okay. Ford or get through an aftermarket supplier. Awesome. It, very, very cool. How do folks find more about BDS? So the best place to find us is on our website. It's a bds-suspension.com. Um, and then we've got a blog where you can see all the photos, video, write-ups, how this truck came together. We've got previous builds because we've done a lot a bunch of badass builds for ford over the last couple of years so cool. you can check out all of those as well um, well just as a side note i was following you guys all the way back from when uh, the name wasn't actually bds i won't yeah, get into that but i've uh, known you guys that, that long so good job <laughs> i appreciate it nope good job you guys have done great carter thanks you guys are welcome anytime just let me know reach out we'll get you back on sounds good thanks, thank guys. you sir very much i appreciate it all right let's go to eric in denver who's got a question eric thanks for holding on what's going on sir hey you guys uh, my best Christmas present was in the 60s. I was in grade school, and I got an old-fashioned record player with a big, giant, heavy arm, and it would play one record at a time. <laughs> and you know what, Eric? Those are coming back, believe it or not. <laughs> they really are. There, there, is a, there is now a whole new sales market of record players or turntables, you could say, that people are now buying again, believe it or not. Yeah, it was the arm weighed about five pounds. Very cool. It, it was so cool. I was freaking Very out. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but anyway, you guys hit a nerve with me on that one. But anyway, um, my car question is: I have a '79 Le Mans, okay. and if I 
if I started, it's a 231 V6 and it has an air pump on it. Yep. If I start it every day, it starts real easy. Okay. But if I let it sit for even two or three days, it's hard to start. And this is how I start it. I pump it and wait. And then I crank it, pump it, shut it off, wait. Crank it, pump it, shut it off, wait. And I got to do that three or four, even five times. And then all of a sudden, it starts. Yep. It's because the, it the starts, fuel is evaporating out of the carburetor on that, Eric. And some vehicles are more prone to that than others. You just happen to have that one where it's more prone to evaporation. You could do a fuel stabilizer in the fuel, like BG Supercharge, and try to minimize some of that, or uh -huh. put a inline electric fuel pump that comes on with the key that you just turn the key on, let it run for five, six seconds, and then start the car, and it would fill the fuel, you know, it would fill the, the, the float bowl up that way, and away you go. Those are the two things you could try to fix that. Oh, I see. So, so when it, and then when it starts, I mean, it just starts like, bam, yep. it just comes on. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Wow, even when it's cold, you're saying that it's evaporating. Though. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, it'll evaporate even in cold weather, sure. Oh, is it because of that particular uh, uh, carburetor? Is that, no. is that why? Well, it's because it's a carburetor, and there's raw fuel in there that's vented, and it will actually evaporate, which all fuel does. And the reason why it wasn't as big of a problem back in that day, because believe it or not, they would do it even back in 1976, but back in 76 or 79 or whatever it is, you know, they were uh -huh. running on a regular basis. You were driving it, you know, daily. Uh, if you drove that car daily right now, you probably wouldn't have much of an issue. Uh, but because of the fact that you're not, yes, that, that fuel will evaporate. So if I started every day, then it would... I you mean, wouldn't have I an issue. You, you most day. likely wouldn't have, as, you wouldn't have as big of an issue, but you still have that, that, um, that risk because it's carbureted of that. See, all fuel-injected engines or vehicles, I should say, they've got constant fuel pressure going to the injectors. That's why every time you turn the key, they fire up. Completely different on a, on a fuel pump. You know, yours is a basically a diaphragm driven off of the camshaft of the engine. It's got a little deal in it that just basically it's a pump. Pumps, yep. up, pumps this diaphragm up and down to pump fuel to the carburetor, and away you go. And that's just how it worked back in that day. Okay, so there's really nothing I can do about it except just pump it and crank it and wait. Pump or it, get an electric wait. fuel pump on it, and I would still put some fuel stabilizer in it, period, just because you don't drive it that much. Oh, so just go to uh, Checkers and get the fuel stabilizer? Buy, go to Napa and buy the BG Supercharge. Okay, sir. Hey, thanks a lot. You're very and welcome, Eric. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Let's talk to Matt in Castle Rock. Matt, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good, sir. Uh, so I got a 2012 Silverado. It's a Duramax. And a couple of weeks ago, I was driving it, and I pulled out of a convenience store, and, and I got on it a, a little bit. wouldn't be say crazy. And all of a sudden, everything shut off. I mean, it was like somebody just pulled the batteries out of it. And uh, I got it towed back to the house. And after some investigation with a voltmeter, I found out that on the passenger side battery – one of the 175-amp fuses went out. And so it was the fuse that went out was a cross. It had the cross wire, so it went to the other battery. Right. And I'm just wondering, is there something that would cause that, or could it have just have gone bad? Because I'm not seeing any draw, like in a short. I have a short someplace where it wouldn't have gone bad. They don't just go bad. 
Okay. So something got well, shorted, crossed, something to, to cause that fuse to blow. Fuses do not blow, just to blow. And are your batteries tight? A lot of times, you know, people pull a battery and they don't put the hold downs back on it, and that lets that battery slide around. So especially if you're pulling out fast, it'll let that battery move, and it could bump something, and boom, there goes that fuse. Okay. And that wire, uh, so off of the main battery, or I call it, the main it's the passenger side battery right it's got several wires coming off it going all which way right and on that specific fuse it, it goes over to the cross or goes across to the other battery but it's also got one other wire going down and i can't i can't figure out where that's going should go to yeah, the starter i believe can't. does it go to the starter it should okay. yeah that's okay. the way GM works. A GM runs a hot lead all the way down to the starter, and then you're energizing the solenoid down at the starter itself. Other companies do that differently where they actually have a solenoid up on the fender or underneath the hood where you energize that, and then that sends power down to the starter. But on a GM unit, and it's been this way for, for eons, they've always had constant power at the starter, and then you energize the solenoid on the starter itself. Okay. So I should be looking for a short either between the two batteries or yes. down to the mm -hmm. start. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that could happen, too, and in, in, in given what you described, an internal short in one of those batteries, especially the other battery. So an internal short, for example, on the driver's side battery, given the way you're jostling it around, if there's an internal short in that battery, it could have thrown that fuse as well. And that can happen. And would that, and would that show up if we were to test it? Nope. Like, probably not. Nope. Not until okay. you get it in that exact same position again. Probably not. Okay. So, so, so here's was... here's my advice to you. If you go through everything, don't find any you know dead shorts anywhere. Everything looks good. You don't see any you know uh, cuts, you know uh, uh, charring, anything along those lines. How that's a 2012, which means those batteries are now eight years old. Are they original batteries? No, no, they've been replaced within the last like three years. Okay, so within three years, and and good high quality batteries, or can you tell? Um, I can. I'm assuming by the brand they may have been like an AutoZone or something. Replace like that. them. Yeah. Replace both batteries, and that's probably your problem. Okay. Perfect. I'm not, and I'm not Thank exaggerating. That's probably what's. You probably got to shorten one of the batteries. One of the batteries. Yep. All right. That'd be my guess. Perfect. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah. For all of you listening, there is a huge, huge. This is different than glass. Batteries does. Ha they do have a vast difference in quality when it comes to battery, depending upon where you're buying that from. Even though there's not, again, there's not a ton of manufacturing of batteries themselves, that is one of those areas, though, where there are huge differences in the manufacturing of the batteries and who makes them, in my opinion. Yeah, very true. And I just me talking from the fleet side, buying lots of batteries over the years with that, that really probably do things that most batteries shouldn't be doing on a daily basis. But <laughs> I've learned through the years that, yes, there, are, there is a vast difference between batteries. And right now, I can confidently say that the Napa batteries, who are made by Penn, uh, they are, in my opinion right now, the best batteries made, period, bar yeah, none. I agree with You're that. You're not going to find a better battery. How many so, manufacturers of batteries are there? I'll bet you it's like glass. It's under five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm talking probably right. even around the world. There's That's probably less than five, you know, major manufacturers. And Johnson Control. Johnson Control, Exide, uh, Penn, uh, you know, you can name them off. There's probably less than five, you know, worldwide. Different I, qualities. Now, I, and I don't know yeah. when it comes to, like, you know, European or Japanese or whatever, but I, as far as commonality goes, yeah, there's probably less What's than five. What's your opinion on Blem's? Blem batteries. I wouldn't buy one. No one. 
There's a reason why it's a blend. blend. Typically, it's not just a casing issue. It could be something else that's that's gone bad. And for the co- the difference in price, which typically isn't that much, no, I'd buy a... I mean, so does any of the manufacturers make a lower quality battery? They all do. Yeah. Okay, so they have a lower quality and a higher quality? Yes. It's just bu- basically the lead they're putting in it? Not necessarily. In some cases, that is the case, Troy. In some cases, it's marketing. In some cases, they're just giving you a longer warranty and charging you more for the battery for their quote-unquote high-quality battery, which may not actually be much different internally from the mid-quality battery other than the warranty that they're selling you. Make right. sense? Yep. And I don't... Because, you know, they used to, Optima's used to be good, and they're, I hear they're not Well, not an so Optima's good a anymore. good battery, and you know what? Hold that thought. We're up no, against a break. No, that's a great, great yeah, conversation. No Hold that thought. We'll come right back. Uh, Steven, hang tight as well. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Winter is coming quick, and if there's one thing Geno's knows, it's that a well-maintained vehicle performs and lasts, especially during the harsh and sudden Colorado winter weather. Take advantage of Geno's free multi-point inspection before winter arrives. We'll evaluate your vehicle by looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with the Napa Peace of Mind warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Chino's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Chino's continues to serve as Larry's Automotive customers through Napa Auto Care, warranting any work you may have had done. If you think your vehicle will benefit from our multi-point inspection, give Chino's a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Stay safe this winter. Stop in or visit us online at Chino'sAutoService.com. That's Chino's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. You go to the grocery store to buy ice cream and end up with a dislocated shoulder. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has one goal, to make sure you get the medical care you need without worrying about the cost. Your first reaction when you slip and fall tends to be embarrassment and avoidance. You hustle up to get off the floor, tell everyone you're fine, and go home in a hurry. Then, once the adrenaline wears off, you start to realize that you're not fine after all. You end up in the emergency room needing rotator cuff surgery. Suddenly, you're facing upwards of $50,000 in hospital bills, all because of a shopping trip. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh, will prove the place of business created a dangerous condition, holding them accountable for your medical expenses so you can focus only on getting the treatment you need. Call today for a free, no-obligation consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.
right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Again, we've got Thad and Troy from Cheyenne, Novus, and Chris from Fort Collins, Novus, along with Josh Goff up in Boulder from Legacy Automotive. We'll get back to the battery question in a moment that Troy just asked. In the meantime, though, Stephen has called in from Highlands Ranch. Stephen, welcome. What's going on today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Yeah, how are you today? We are good. Thanks for calling, sir. Yeah, the research will be on call. Will be like today. I will go to the the shop. Will be go oil change for for my 2014 uh, Chevy Cruze. Okay. And the person told me maybe I had to use the synthetic oil because the last two years I just do my do by myself. Then I just go to the lab and shop and ask the person then what I, what kind of oil I I I no you you are going to be required on that vehicle to run synthetic oil in fact that vehicle not only has to have synthetic oil Stephen, but it also needs to make sure it's got the dexos label there's a little insignia on the oil it has to be dexos approved oil which is a full synthetic but it has to have the dexos labeling on it Oh, I see the means by the last two years I will be used the wrong oil, right? By myself. If you were doing it yourself, not buying oil that had the Dexos insignia, yes, that's correct. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, that's why I'll make sure and thank you very much. You're for very help. welcome, Steve. And if you're doing that yourself, anybody else listening, please make sure you're using a very high quality filter. Napa sells either a gold or platinum filter, which in my book are the only two they should sell. Sorry, that's my own opinion. Um, I'm not in charge of Napa, but I wouldn't sell anything other than that. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. That's just how I would do it because I want that longevity and I want the best care for my car I can get. I want the best filtration I can get, and that's a Napa Gold or a Napa Platinum filter. And if you can do if you can do a Platinum, always do a Platinum. Sometimes they don't make a Platinum for a particular application, but if you can do Platinum, do Platinum. It's just, you know, you're, guys, we're talking oil changes where if you buy the top-of-the-line synthetic, top-of-the-line Platinum filter, you know, we're talking about maybe 15 10 or $15 difference between that and the others. And you're doing that twice a year. So what are you talking? Max of fifty bucks a year difference? Yeah. I, for an engine that can cost ten thousand dollars in some cases. Easy on, on uh, these why, new ones. For fifty bucks, why would you? Now is even platinum skip? a Wix? Yes, well, they're all Wix. Okay. All of Napa's filters are Wix. That's that's. I was going to say that, but yeah, <laughs> they're all Wix, which is a great brand. Not, it's very well known that Wix has built Napa's filters for a very very long time. Now there's other great filters on the market as well, but I. I happen to be a fan of Wix. They've been doing it for a very, very long time, and you very, very high-quality uh, filter. So back to the battery questions. Mm -hmm. And just a side note, folks. At one time, in my opinion, they were all crap. And I mean that sincerely. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, I did the off-road, four-wheel drive end of things for years, sold you know everything from you know winches to a bunch of other utility things. We were always trying to run different things off the vehicle, much like that BDS build we just heard about a moment ago from Carter Reed from BDS. We did similar things to that way back in the day, and you could never find a battery that would really work well and last a long time. You could always find a battery that would work the day it came out of the shop, but did it work six months later? That was always our challenge. So we did everything from, you know, AGM batteries, which are the glass mat batteries, to Optima, to you name it. And back in the day, you were struggling to find a really good battery that would do all of that battery technology. Uh, and, and by the way, everybody listening, we can knock hybrids and knock the, the electric cars all we want. But believe it or not, because of that technology, it's even helped the common everyday battery out immensely. Josh is over here agreeing with me because that technology has helped the everyday battery side immensely. So we can all knock different things, but there's always a good and a bad that come out of that. In this case, our batteries, normal 12-volt batteries that run vehicles has improved greatly 
over what it was back when we were doing things even 10 years ago. Troy asked about Optima's a moment ago. Does Optima build a great battery? I'll answer that with depends. Depends on what you're doing and what you're needing it for. A, a Optima battery, make sure I say this correctly, an Optima battery is a spiral wound battery. It's much like a flashlight battery. Think of a Duracell flashlight battery. It's cotton or a, 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 you know, some sort of a material that's wrapped between the spiral round plates that are inside the battery. It's not necessarily called a dry cell, but what they've done is they've just taken that, that wadding, I guess I could use that description, and that's what's containing the acid that runs between the plates. So it's not truly a dry cell battery. It's a battery where it's like a flashlight. You can move the thing all around. But if you cut a Duracell battery open, acid will leak out overnight. If you were to cut it open right down the middle, leave it laying out on a paper towel, the next morning you'll see acid on the paper towel. You would see the same thing on an Optima, Optima battery. They're made in very much exactly the, the same manner. Doesn't mean they're bad. It's just a different technology than a regular, you know, lead acid battery. Now, when it comes to, in my opinion, when it comes to heavy duty use, winching, plowing, things along those lines. In my opinion, and I'll argue this till I go to the grave, it's hard to beat a lead-acid battery. You can try an AGM. You can try the Optimas. You can try the Optima RV batteries. You can try all the stuff that's on the market. But if you're really using a battery heavily for winching or uh, you know, running a lot of electronics on the car, things along those lines, it's very, very difficult to beat a regular old you know, wet battery is what I'm going to call it. And I'm just being... I'm just, that's from experience through the years and actually doing the things that we do even commercially. It's hard to beat a regular lead acid battery at the end of the day, a high quality lead acid battery. Does that help? Yeah. In fact, I had a, a buddy of mine call me the other night and he, his Cadillac, he had a, I can't even remember, it's 14, one of the high dollar ones. Anyway, he, uh, he says, yeah, it just, everything shuts off and it comes on. I try to charge the battery. It kind of tweaks on me. It does this, does that. This is probably the battery, and sure enough, it, it, it completely died. I mean, there was no jumping it. There was no nothing, and it had that, the, the glass mat. Very, very and, common. It's yeah. very common for glass mat battery, by the way. Yep. Now, a lot of cars will use glass mat batteries because they don't vent like a regular battery will, like a regular wet acid battery will. So if you've got a vehicle where, uh, you know, my Dodge Viper, where it's inside the car, basically, because it's back underneath, you know, you open the back hatch and the battery's right to the left because it's basically inside the car because there's no room on the engine compartment to actually put a battery. Yeah, in that case, you've got to use something like an AGM because you don't want that battery venting inside. Right. Or if they do an AGM or a venting-type battery, and even some of the AGMs will have a little venting to them, they'll run that vent tube. It's a still a sealed battery, and they run the vent tube out through the floor, out to the outside of the car so it's not venting internally because you don't want that thing gassing inside if you're you know driving the car around. Make sense? Yep. Makes sense. Definitely. Little def little little explanation for everybody when it comes to batteries. I say all that right, Josh? You do. You know more yeah. about this than I do, actually, when it comes to the hybrid and things. So you rebuild hybrid batteries. Yep, we have. So you know all about this. Exactly. But remember with AGMs on modern cars, you know, you also need to go into the computer and reset it because the charging cycle on an AGM is a lot different than a lead acid. Yes. And they want to know the age of the battery because they charge an AGM differently over age hmm. in the car. So the computer has to know when you replace that. To wow. So in that Cadillac, that really needs to be a reset now that he's put a new AGM battery in that. Yeah, so you better call him back and tell him this week. <laughs> Got to reset it, huh? Got to reset it. Because yes. it's charging it differently. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Know. I'll have to so, tell him. So yeah. as they age, the computer usually charges the battery harder. 
you know, it puts more current. Now, when you in. take that to the dealer, does the dealer actually do that, or do they just throw the battery in and say so? No, they'll, they'll usually they'll reset it correctly. Okay. Yeah, because they, they know they don't want to warranty it. You can burn out an AGM pretty quick huh. if you don't reset them. They don't want to, They don't want to have that chance. Exactly. I guess I'll be calling them. There you go. All right. Well, guys, we'll come back. If you have any questions for Novus, by the way, let us know. We'll talk about some crack repair and things along those lines as well. And the other question I've got is what we do when it comes to windshield or no. Headlamp restoration. I want to say that correctly when we come back. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kins and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This time of year, as the leaves begin to turn, so do our thoughts on our summer toys. Now we must turn to the winterization of some of our prized possessions like our RVs, boats, motorcycles, and jet skis. Winterizing your entire RV could be a whole episode of drive time on its own, but today we're going to focus on protecting the key fluids in all of your summer vehicles throughout the winter. First, let's talk about the gas. The shelf life on most gasolines is only about three to six months. By the time the gasoline actually gets into your tank, it is already many weeks old, which means that there's very little chance the gasoline in your tank today will still be in optimum condition when you dust off your toys next spring. You want to ensure that you protect your gasoline with a top-tier fuel stabilizer like the BG CF5. You also need to protect your batteries over the winter. We recommend a battery tender stay connected at all times whenever your vehicle operation will be longer than a couple of weeks in between. Before freezing temperatures set in, it is critical to ensure that the antifreeze in your vehicle has proper freeze protection. Additionally, you must ensure that the pH balances on your antifreeze are correct so that you're protecting your entire cooling system from freezing and corrosion throughout the winter. The simple addition of BG Supercool can help protect against corrosion as your coolant sits through the winter. If your vehicle is going to be parked outside, we also recommend protecting any exposed organic materials like rubber or leather with a good canvas or synthetic cover to protect these materials from the harsh UV rays of the sun or the harsh freezing temperatures of the winter. These few tips will keep your toys working in perfect order so that when the sun comes out next spring, you'll be ready to hit the trail, lake, or campground without any new costly repairs. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. 
Your home insurance should include the stuff inside your house, too. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance, remains one of very few agents who will sit down with you and ask specific, detailed questions, making sure that in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. After a fire, you won't only need a new place to live, you'll also need to replace your gun collection and your jewelry. In those situations, you don't want to work with an agent you found online. You want to talk to someone who knows you, someone who will take the initiative to call and see how you're doing. Even in less disastrous situations, such as accidentally dropping your wedding ring down the sink, the proper coverage with Paul will make you financially whole. Paul Lewinberger can't relieve the emotional loss of a family heirloom, but he will make sure that you can replace your possessions at their full financial value. Call 303 662-0789 for the coverage you expect. It's nearly Christmas and Barber's Foods has some great gift options for corporate giving or for your family members. Their Surf and Turf gift box features three whole Alaskan sockeye fillets, four Morgan Ranch Wagyu ribeye steaks, and two tenderloin steaks. They also have many excellent Wagyu steak gift boxes with ribeye steaks, tenderloin steaks, flat irons, T-bones, and tri-tip sirloin roasts. They've recently added their Beeler Family Christmas Morning Breakfast gift box, which includes the best-tasting non-GMO natural bacon, sausages, brats, and hams found in the country. For the hard-to-shop, they offer gift cards that you can buy at barbersfoods.com and print at home for easy delivery. It's their Colorado-owned and operated company mission to connect you to the families that raise the food they source. They look forward to serving you the best quality meats found from families they know personally. For December, on all new orders, shipping is free. Visit barbersfoods.com, discount code BEEF. There we go. A little Christmas music for you. 303-477-5600. And uh, thank you, Josh, for that. We got Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder uh, that were uh, uh, that joined us today as well. Chris, Troy, Thad from Novus Autoglass as well. Appreciate those guys coming down and joining us. Also, if you got a question, by the way, for the guys from Novus or for Josh or myself, any of us, give us a call, 303-477-5600. Okay, real quick, I had a question to ask because we talked earlier in the – in the Fix-It Radio Hour about LED lighting, which a lot of vehicles now are coming out with, and they don't generate much heat to where they don't melt the ice and snow and crud off the front of the headlamps. I had the same thing happen with my Bolt on the way home last night, so I had to stop and, you know, <laughs> take some time and use the, the, you know, the gas station squeegee and get the front windshield, or not the front windshield, the front headlights cleared off where you had enough light to actually see. So, question I have for you guys is that... That stuff that you put on the windshield, the uh, it's like Rain-X, but it's your brand. I can't remember the name of it. Nanotech. Nanotech. Can you use that on the headlamps? And if so, will it help keep the ice and snow and crap from sticking, or do you know? Sure. I think it'd go on it just fine. So I should give that a whirl. Heck, yeah. Might as well. Give us a report when you're done with it. I guess I'll try it. No, I will. No, it's a great great point, Chris. I'll No, I'll... I'll give it a try and tell you guys how it That's works. That's a great and all idea. That. I never thought of that. Because it's, about you that can't keep the ice yeah. and stuff from building up on it because there's nothing there to melt it away. Hmm. That's a great idea. And it builds up on the front of those cars like... Well, this is the time of year where people come in with a scratch on their windshield, and mm-hmm. they just took the pop can to yeah. to <laughs> use the ice scrape. I can't get that off. I mean, it's... Once it's scratched, it's, it's scratched, scratched, folks. It's scratched. Yeah, you're, so you're, don't do that. You're not don't getting that, that out. Yeah, as a side note, 
cheap ice scrapers will scratch the glass as well if you're not careful. Yep. Uh, and I mean that sincerely. Well, so will that, bad wiper blades. So will bad yeah. wiper blades. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so will a wiper blade that's, you know, uh, just got the metal on it, you mean? Yeah, most definitely they will. When they start screeching, you Yeah, gotta... you got a problem. All right, let's talk to Russ and Cheyenne. Russ, what's going on today, sir? Hey, how's it going? Good, sir. So, um, you're Novus guys. I uh, want to say why I use their shop almost exclusively now. Let's hear it. Um... I used to use the other chain shop that was in town, and uh, they were always pretty good until they got bought out. And then when they got bought out, they were connected to a 1-800 number. And anytime you had anything, you had to go through a dispatcher, and you had to wait for somebody to call you, and it was a big pain in the butt anytime you had anything. With these guys, when you call, they take care of it. You know, you get a hold of those people. You're not getting a dispatcher. It's a big difference, and, ain't it, Russ? <laughs> it's huge. You know, and I, I mean, I've had four windshields put in in the last month. I've had two in my bug, one, my pickup, my wife's car. It's been an expensive last month or so. But, we appreciate the yeah, business. we appreciate it. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is so the, the windshield in my truck cracked as soon as it was put in. And all I had to do was call, and it was taken care of. And I had me bring it down, look at it. We're good to go. Whereas with the other with the other guys, you got to get on the phone and you got to call and you got to go through the dispatcher, and then you just it's a big pain in the butt. You just locally you know, owned and operated. Yeah. Well, well, well said. That's the thing well is, said, Russ. You deal. You deal. It's like the, your repair shops. Yeah. You deal with the same people every time you go in, and the people are always the people stick around. Whereas. Yeah. Yeah. You get in the chain shops, yeah, and they're, they're, well they're six months, two years, and they're gone. Yeah, and we definitely so. do appreciate you coming in, Russ. I mean, I'd, I'd probably be able to pitch your face. I could probably pitch your cars more so than your face because that's, that's the way easy. I was. It's easy <laughs> I always do. knew yeah. somebody's car better than them, but that's okay. Well, but. And that's fine. You know, i got a face for uh, radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, we all do, Russ. Um, I just I do appreciate that. I appreciate I it as well. Thank you for saying question. so, Russ. I got one quick question. So I, I have on my pickup, I've got like a film that's developing on the inside of the glass. Okay. And you take glass cleaner to it, and it won't come off. I'm wondering if I can just clay bar it, and if that'll bring it off. Well, or... typically that's that's what's called vinyl sweat. It comes yeah. out it comes out of the dash. And and what year's your truck? It's an 04. 04. Man, it should be done sweating by then, but. Um, you know what? What kind of glass cleaner? Stop in. I'll give you a can of Novus glass cleaner, and we'll show you how to. How to that stuff cuts that that film pretty good, but uh, it probably isn't much you can do to keep that from coming back. The other thing is, can you? Do you get any? Any? Is there any type of smell that you're getting out of that? Can you smell like a? Because it could freeze. be your heater cord starting to do something. Oh no! Be, I, yeah, okay. no, I'm not getting any uh, antifreeze or anything okay. like that. Do you use it, Armor All or anything of, inside on the dash or anything, Russ? You know, the only thing I do use is Son of a Gun. Every stop. Now and again. Yeah, you probably should stop. You know, here's the thing: if you do anything on the dash at all, use the use the the cream from Chemical Guys. Uh, I have found that yeah. that doesn't have that sweating like Troy's talking about, and uh, okay. you may want to do that instead of the other product because I'm I'll bet you that's not helping. Yeah, I do have some of that VHT. I just haven't used it. On use the dash. that. Yes, that's great stuff. By the way, it works fabulous. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm Chemical guys are good guys, too. <laughs> yeah, they are. I'd love them as a sponsor if I could ever figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, 
so I just I guess I wanted to throw my two cents in. I appreciate that. There's uh-huh. a big there's a big difference in what you do when it comes to big chains and local people and yep. not to mention that the money stays here. Yeah, and, and we're always there to help you guys. I mean, you always get the same faces when you come in. You can talk to us. You can call us anytime. It's not like you're calling a chain and, and you got to talk to 10 different people before you talk to somebody who actually makes a difference. So, and that's right. that's the and, biggest thing with the small, small, you know, locally owned shop. So we definitely appreciate you, sir. Yeah, and not to mention you go into the office, you get a pet, pretty, a nice little doggy. There you go. <laughs> get the pet Good Seiko. Stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Got to plug Seiko for, for that. Russ, you're the guy. man. I appreciate that very much, sir. I really do. All right, guys. Hey, Thanks, uh, man. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. You take Maybe care, you. sir. Bill and Longmont, hang tight. We'll come right back. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hi, I'm Roly Purefoy. You know, being in business for six decades in any business is a tough thing to do, especially in today's highly complex and competitive world. As a small business, we certainly have experienced many trying times when there was no clear answer or path to take for survival. The COVID-19 virus for all of us has been the ultimate business disruptor, but once again, we've managed to keep on keeping on, and we are there to serve our many tried and true customers that have depended on us to always be there. We aren't and never will be a big high-flying dealership, but one with honesty and integrity and a culture of doing things right. We appreciate all our customers, many of which have come long distances to do business with us. We are proud of who we are and what we do. Purefoy proud. We certainly need and would appreciate a chance to earn your business, whether it would be for parts or service or if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. We'd love to be your Chevy dealer. Find us today at PurefoyChevrolet.com and find new roads. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. 
All right, Merry Christmas, everybody. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget, this is our last show of 2020. Next week, we're redoing the studios here at KLZ, and we're going to vacate the studio for the day, so it'll be a best-of show. And then it's Christmas the following week, and then we're into the new year. So you got questions for us, let us know, 303-477-5600. Again, we've got Thad, Troy, and Chris from Novus Auto Glass. Chris is from Fort Collins. Thad and Troy from Cheyenne and Josh Goff. From Legacy Automotive up in Boulder as well. We appreciate these guys taking time out of their day to join us. So, Bill and Longmont, you're with us next. What's going on, sir? Oh, well, Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry there. Christmas, Bill. Yes. Uh, you're talking batteries, and I had a question about electric car batteries. But first, I have a 91 Ford Ranger, and in 2000, June of 2005, I bought a three-year uh, Walmart EverStart battery, and it's still in it 15 and a half years later. It still starts the thing. I can't believe Good it. Good for you. I've never had a battery last more than that, that, five, That's six years. almost a story to be told by itself. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I now at this point it's well, you know, let's see how long it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point it's almost worth just you know for for grins how long will it go? That's a long time on a battery. Yeah, I've never had anything come close to that. You keep it maintained or anything, or is it just you get no, in and it's fire it up? Sealed. I've never added any water to it or nothing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, but so what brings me to like you got a was a Chevy Bolt? Yes, I do. And and I want what's the lifespan of those batteries before they start? Well, and the Bolt's not been out. You know, it's only been out a few years, so I think you know you've probably got some cars out running around that are over 100k miles. But I I haven't read any stories yet of anybody replacing the battery pack in them. Period. So I won't own that car 100k. I'll just I'll be honest. I just won't. I'll have something else before then. And, uh, you know, whoever else ends up with it will have to worry about that. But I'm guessing it's 100. The Volts, the, the Chevy Volts would go well over 150K on the battery pack. I'm guessing these Bolts will do the same, if not more. How about things like uh, the hybrids? like, uh, like uh, Depends Prius. on the vehicle. Some, some of the Toyotas were about 100K. You'd be looking at doing a battery pack. It really depends on the age because that, that technology has gotten much better as we've gotten further along the line here. Uh, you know, the early days, yeah, 100K was pretty rough. You know, it was pretty average. With the Hondas and the Toyotas, you're pretty lucky to get 100K in right. the first generation. But now They're much I see 150, that. 200, 250 right. out of them. Right. What's a battery pack run for them things? I was just going to ask that. Oh, 6, 7K, depending 7K, upon the car. 7K, yeah. Macro. Even yeah, the Raymans they... are like 3000 bucks. Yeah, you gotta, you got, that's one of those things. If you're buying a used hybrid, you really need to check that because if the if the pack's getting low, and there's a way to test that, by the way, but if the packs are getting low, yeah, it's an expensive fix. Yeah, yeah I was just wondering about electric cars. Uh, the range will start dropping, I assume, after it gets a certain age. Yeah, that, yeah, and that's typically when you notice things are starting to degrade. You'll see less range on the car, and, yeah, that's, that's one of the telltale signs, Bill. I see. Yeah, I just wonder where they're going to get all these metals to make all these millions of batteries. That's a great question, Bill. That's the thing that nobody on that side ever wants to talk about. Yeah, and and then you have electric companies like United Power has a storage battery field behind their office over here along the frontage road near Longmont. Right. And you wonder, well, where are you getting all the metals for to make rare them? earth metals? Uh, m- m- the majority of those from China because they have the they have cornered the market on rare rare earth metals. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's the answer. But, I don't either, Bill. But. All right, I was just uh, no, I, no. I appreciate it. great phone call, and yeah, I mean, I own an electric car mainly so I can tell all of you what it's like, and the the good, the bad, the ugly, and so on. And it's been fun, and I've enjoyed it. Will I own one forever? I don't know. Right now, I'm having a good time driving what I'm driving, but I didn't drive. I didn't buy it because I'm a tree hugger and I think I'm saving the planet. Because by the way, 
If you buy any new car thinking you're saving the planet, you're a moron. Because for what it took to make that new car, you didn't save anything. Get your horse and buggy. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what you bought. If you if you're buying a new car thinking you're saving the planet, you're an idiot. Because here's the deal: it took enough oil and consumption and energy and manpower. I don't care whether you whether you're buying a new Yugo, which they don't make anymore. But you know, the reality is, I don't care what you're buying. You you used up enough energy where you could drive the car you're driving now until eternity comes being facetious, but you can drive that thing a very, very long time for the amount of money and, and well, the amount of energy, oil, and and the, the wherewithal it takes to build that new car. Yeah, you could drive your old car at 10 miles to the gallon forever for your lifespan and not use up the oil it took to, you know, the energy it took to build that new car. I don't care what new car it is. So anytime I've ever heard somebody say, well, yeah, I bought this so I can be more green. Yeah, well, you're a moron because <laughs> that ain't happening. Wayne in Ogallala, Nebraska, what's going on? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for the call. Thanks, Wayne. Uh, yeah, you got a great show. I've been listening to you for two and a half months since I... Thank you, Wayne. Because you're clear over on the, on the low side of the frequency. Well, thank you. We you pre- Yeah, no, yeah, you can pick yeah, us up really well. That's, am, the, that's the plus side to AM560. We go a long way. Well, it took a while to find that, your station, but, you're, you know, uh, your Crawford uh, Broadcasting Station there. Well, thank you for following. Thank you for finding us, Wayne. What can I answer for yeah. you, sir? Yeah, uh, I got a, a '86 Astro van, okay. and I called about uh, some stuff underneath the dash uh, about a month ago or so. Forget where. Uh, I put a new dash in that uh, van because the old one was completely shot. Okay. And uh, it was off the shelf in Hastings, and it was a good van. It was. Uh, Kind of goldish brown, and I sprayed it with the uh, with the vinyl. Uh, oh, the uh, vinyl blue. paint. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's got the blue inside, and uh, I did that this last summer. And I, I put a sheet or something over it. And I'm really concerned about the the heat building up on the dash from the you know uh, the summertime. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to know how you could what you could use to. Re- to not only restore that, but keep it nice so so that vinyl, uh, uh, you know, uh, does not uh, get brittle and get old. In the old days, in the old days, we used to use what they called a dash mat, but I don't know if those things are even made anymore, guys, are they? They are. They are still made? Oh, yeah. Well, you can do that then. Probably find one for that vehicle. Yeah. yeah, If you can find a dash mat for it, that'd be the way to do that, Wayne. Well, I have one. I just haven't got it on yet. I ordered it from J.C. Whitney. Okay. okay. I thought it was a dash, but it was just a pad that you well, put Well, yeah, you top. could put that on top of it, and that would save the, the other dash. That would work. Yeah, okay. Uh, is there any coating or any? No. Someone told me don't don't use, uh, oh, what is that stuff that everybody uses? Armor all. Yeah, don't use armor Yeah, don't use armor all. Typically, it just makes it worse. Makes it worse. So am I? Am I doing good right now on it? Uh, yeah, it kind of should covered? be doing great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a, a month and a half ago or so, I called Novus, uh, uh, and uh, they sent me a uh, a package here that in front of me. I haven't used it yet or even opened it, but I've got uh, real fine scratch lines down on on the windows. The side window. Yes, that happens. Okay, and uh, I don't know whether this is a coating 
uh, or it's a cleaner. What does it say? Yeah, what, yeah, what's, it, what's, what's it say on it? It was plastic polish? Well, I haven't opened it. I don't know what it is. She said it was a kind of a, something that would fix those uh, scratches, you know, kind of blend in and, and hide them. What color is the package, Wayne? It's, it's kind of a goldish yellow. I don't know. Uh, does it say Novus Plastic Polish 123? It should be like uh, blue, red, and uh, green. That's the plastic polish. Or it could be the uh, hard water stain remover. Oh, I wouldn't know. Uh, I had a knife here. I'd open this. Well, if you, if you, got, if you got scratches in, in the glass, it, even, even our plastic polish, it'll take out real fine stuff, but... Anything that's deep gouged from rocks, you're going to have to replace those side windows. We do that quite a bit on a lot of the vehicles that have the side glasses. They roll you know up and down. The, yeah. You know the rubber along the bottom? Yep, the felt. Oh, the window? Yeah, the belt molding. Yeah, it comes from that. Yeah, so, yeah you know what it, you know, it really comes from? This is a tip for everybody listening. Don't roll your window down when it's dirty. Or frozen. Or frozen. That's That's where that comes from. I have, I have a strict policy on my cars. We don't roll the windows down if the car is dirty. Okay, this is, uh, ooh, what is this? It's Merry uh, Christmas, Wayne. It's that your Christmas gift. That's right. <clears throat> okay, uh, it's, uh, ooh. I don't know what it is, uh, Maybe you could text us a picture. Yeah, there you go. Good idea. Good idea, Chris. You have our text number. Do you know how to text, Wayne? Uh, no, I don't know how to text. Mm. But anyway, uh, it's supposed to be for that purpose. And uh, I'm going to start using it when the weather gets Okay. Dry. Yeah, let us know how that works. Wayne, uh, i gotta, I got to take our top-of-the-hour break. Is there anything else I can do for you, sir? No, but I, I think this stuff will work. Okay. But it's not a cleaner. It's a repair. Awesome. Okay, good for you. Good, perfect. All right, we're on the right track then. Okay, thank Wayne, you. thank you very much. I appreciate it. And, uh, yep, and just a side note. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not being facetious when I say we don't roll the windows down in my car if it's dirty because no. that's what We happens. do a lot of the door glasses because people are yeah. frozen, and it's usually the driver's door. They go through the yeah. drive through and bust the clips yeah. off the bottom of them. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we do door glasses yeah. and regulators. You do side glass, yeah. don't you? Side glass. All right, we'll come right back, guys. Another flower coming your way. This is Drive Radio. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open, 303-477-5600, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.